Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga. And thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or a subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome to Hugh at Home, I'm Tracy Koga. While it is official, fall is here, it is now September, going back to school, getting double vaxxed, wearing masks, social distancing, have things really changed? Well, hopefully they will begin to change as we head into this wonderful fall. But right now, we're going to go out to St. John's, Newfoundland, virtually, and talk with a budding new artist, Claire Follett. We want to give a very warm Winnipeg welcome to St. John's, Newfoundland's Claire Follett. Welcome to Hugh at Home, Claire. It's so good to see you. And, uh, you know, you look very, very young for the list of credentials <laughs> on your presser. Uh, amazing. Uh, you had your first album out at 15 and a second one out at 18. Uh, do I dare say you're now working on your third? Yeah, I'm starting to think about it. <laughs> starting to think about it. Okay, so fill us in on the history about Claire Follett and your whole music career. Yeah, so I was raised in a really musical family, so music was always a really big part of my life. Um, I was in music lessons from the time I was really, really young. Um, and when I was 11, I got gifted my first guitar for Christmas, and I just fell in love with it, and I started writing songs. And then I started kind of wanting to expand on them. So I used to take my mom's laptop and uh, kind of do little mini productions in GarageBand. And, uh, and I really loved that, too. So I kind of just uh, really dug into that and started learning. And now I'm a producer. And I put out two of my own albums. Amazing. Uh, do you find that because of your age, uh, and you said you are a music producer, is it hard or to relate or for other artists to relate to you? It, it can definitely be a barrier at times. Um, I feel like where I'm from, there are a lot of supports for really young artists um, that go on through, you know, our provincial programs and our kind of Atlantic Canada programs as well. Um, so there are a lot of supports, but yeah, it is definitely strange that, you know, <laughs> I was playing shows in bars before I was even allowed to really be there, for sure. <laughs> and what is the music scene like in St. John's? It's very supportive. I mean, we've been, we've been really lucky during COVID. Um, we've been essentially open for a very, very long time. You know, we shut down 
for a bit when it first hit and then again in February for a little bit. Um, but other than that, we've been, you know, pretty much the same, but with some reduced capacity and some masks. Um, so that's been really great. And um, yeah, it's been really good able to get out and still play shows and still connect with people. Um, and yeah, it's just, I feel like being in Newfoundland, um, music is a really, really big part of the culture. And, you know, pretty much everyone I know is in some way or another associated with music, you know, whether it was just because they did it when they were a kid or because they're really taking it seriously. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a really big deal around here. And uh, it's great to have that kind of community. Oh, so you just said that uh, things pretty much are rolling as far as performing. Does the whole virtual music scene, like, does that change the game for you? A little bit. I mean, I am, um, I am studying music in university right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going into my third year. So this, my second year of my program was entirely online. Um, so that was, that was very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and that is kind of, you know, the main focus of what I've done online during COVID. Um, but yeah, you know, it's kind of taught a lot of us resilience, I think, and you know, how to really roll with the punches and, you know, kind of just deal with whatever happens and whatever comes to us. Um, so, you know, we've invested in some, some new live streaming equipment and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a very strange couple of years, but I think <laughs> we're starting to get to the end of it now, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully. And I guess then you've had a lot, a lot of time then to do some writing. So that's going to go into my next question, your inspiration. And do you write the words first or is it the music first? I find that's a hard question for me because people ask me that often. <laughs> um, but I find it kind of comes at the same time. My usual process when I'm writing is I'll sit down with my guitar and just play until I find something that I like. And then I will sing the first line that comes into my head and I'll write it down and I'll kind of really analyze that and dissect it. And usually that is something that is on my mind that I kind of want to flesh out. So then I can take that idea and then expand it into a full song. And it's, it's quite therapeutic, actually. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and have you done any co-production or co-writing co with any of your fellow artists? Um, in terms of production and writing, I haven't really done a lot. I find I really, I tend to really stick to myself Sometimes I'm a bit of a control freak, especially with my with my own um, art. But I am I'm a side musician with a few artists and uh, I've produced for a couple of different artists now as well. Um, so, you know, collaboration is still something that I very much enjoy. It's just a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's yeah, it's so great. So what do you see in an artist that would make you say, OK, I want to produce a song with them? I mean, usually they do approach me, mm -hmm. um, but it's kind of fun getting to work with some really different genres. So like my music is very pop rock kind of deal, mm -hmm. um, but I recently produced an album from an artist that was um, previously completely like traditional music for fiddle. And um, she came to me and she kind of wanted to change up her sound a little bit and go a in a little bit more of a poppy direction, but still keep her her roots. So I think it's, it's kind of fun to kind of mix those genres a little bit and, you know, still add my own little flair, but make sure that music stays true to them. 
Well, and it's so hard, right? You've got to stay up, uh, you know, one up or ahead of the game because new sounds come out every day. Let's talk then about this new release now, the story behind the song. Yeah, so now is a track off of my latest album, Reclamation. Um, so now is a song about um, watching somebody that you used to be with move on a lot faster than you did from the relationship and just kind of questioning, you know, who you are and what you're supposed to do in that moment and trying to find yourself again as a person who exists independently of them. <laughs> you you have a very old soul, Claire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I mean that honestly in a good way. I mean, I, it sounds like you're a seasoned artist that has been playing for 20 years, let alone your, you. <laughs> your, short, your short career. Family now, what does your mom and dad think of all of this? They've been super supportive. Um, you know, they, they are both musicians in a couple, you know, in different <laughs> ways. Um, but they both, you know, they both went through music school and uh, music was a big part of their upbringing as well. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's very nice to have a family who is supportive of what you want to do and who will drive me to all of my gigs and would chaperone <laughs> me to my gigs when I was too young to be there by myself and all of those things. Yeah. Oh. And university, you are going, you're in the School of Music. How important is it for a musician to have this kind of educational background, I guess, into the whole business? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm doing a conjoint program between uh, music mm -hmm. and business. So I find um, it's really great to be able to learn the musical skills, of course, on the, on the music side of the degree. Um, a lot of people go their whole careers not knowing anything about music theory and are super successful. Um, but I personally just find it really useful and um, I enjoy learning about it. But on the business side, I find it's been really useful to be able to kind of know the ins and outs of what's acceptable and what's not <laughs> and how to manage finances and, and those sorts of things. So that's been, that's been great. Well, you definitely are ahead of the game on that one, too. Uh, question now, do you see yourself leaving St. John's? And where would you go? I'm not sure. I feel very comfortable here. I really <laughs> like the scene here. It's super supportive. Um, I know a lot of people move to Toronto. Um, you know, that maybe one day I'll get there. I really don't know. Um, but for right now, I'm, I'm very happy where I am. Oh, cool. And the best part for you, living in St. John's and living out your dream? Oh, I don't know. I think I really like playing the shows and meeting people at the shows and, you know, hearing if maybe my music has impacted them in some way. That, uh, that always sticks with me for a long time. Oh, well, it's been so wonderful spending some time with you. And I only hope and I know that sooner or later you'll be doing some shows, traveling across Canada and please put Winnipeg, Manitoba on your tour. <laughs> I will. Thank you. <laughs> so you are going to play us a song, and hopefully it will be now? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'll play. I'm going to just do it acoustically. And, um, yeah, this is the latest single, Now.
Welcome back to Hugh at Home. In the beginning of August, Artbeat Studio opened up their central studio in their brand new location in Portage Place. And it was a great celebration because not only does Studio Central offer free art classes to the public, it's also offering an opportunity to Artbeat alumni to show their true colors. This is the, um, you know, our new location of Studio Central, our Urban Art Center, um, and we have just moved into the second floor of uh, Portage Place Shopping Center. 
and uh, you know we are so grateful for our partnership with uh, Portage Place, and uh, you know they've been partnering with us since we opened up Upbeat Artworks here about probably seven, eight years ago. So um, we're really happy that they're able to house another one of our programs here. Studio Central runs free workshops daily from 11 to 5 p.m. with Thursdays dedicated to writing and poetry. Art supplies will be provided. And although these are adult workshops, minors are welcome if accompanied by a parent or guardian. Everyone is welcome here to explore their creative side in a safe and inclusive space. We have a facilitator who kind of like teach the anybody who wants to come and kind of paint along um, with the artist. Paint, um, jewelry making, origami, any like kind of creative from printmaking, wood blocking, monoprint, you name it, we, we do it. Studio Central is also a stepping stone for Artbeat alumni like Kate Kaplan. She's one of the many facilitators working at Studio Central. Studio Central is great for moving on from one step to another and you don't even notice how you grow sometimes. Um, this is where after the residency program we try to encourage the artists to keep in contact and uh, to start building that community for themselves um, so, they, so they can continue on with their healing journey. We want to give a very special thank you to all of our special guests on today's show and leave you with this question. What new thing would you like to try this fall? We want to know, so send us an email to hello at ilikehugh.com or message us on Facebook and Instagram at ilikehugh. But for now, stay safe and healthy and we'll see you next time on Hugh at Home. listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence 
all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.